down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. I'm in Florida. The sun is setting over Tampa Bay. It's like a Caribbean holiday every day in Florida. Episode 2 of the Florida Dirt Bike Radio Show. On the line with me today is GTC A Open Rider, Bryce Coster. How are you today, Bryce? Good, man. In the RV, traveling back to Florida. Yeah, where are you at now? Uh, we just made it into Georgia. So a couple more hours, and we'll be there. Jeez, you know, I can't believe you guys drive to all of them. Yeah, it's quite rough. Actually, this one, I stayed up. In Pittsburgh for two weeks, so the RV stayed with me, so that one made it a little bit easier. Pops flew in, but uh, yeah, about 24-hour drive from New York back to Florida. Oh yeah, that's brutal. Hey, at least you got top amateur, so it makes the ride home a little bit better. Yeah, that definitely made it a little easier on Pops. <laughs> yeah, congrats on that, man. Is that your first one? Nah, I uh, I did it in Florida too, so it's my second one. Pretty pumped on that. Awesome, awesome. So just, uh, you know, let's start it off. Just take us to your race a little bit. How'd that go? Uh, it was good. Um, got off to a decent start. Um, made my way up to second within the first mile and made the pass around the six-mile mark. And then Connor Smith hung with me for about five laps. We went back and forth for a while, and we had some good battles. And about the last hour, I was able to break away and get a little gap and took her into the finish. Uh, that sounds great, man. You know, I saw the video of your start, though, and I feel like I've seen that video too many times this season. What are we, <laughs> what are we going to do about that? Oh, my God. I guess I thought I put it in first gear, and I think the bike was in a false neutral. And I thought I had it figured out, but apparently not. <laughs> hey, man, at least, you, at least you made it work. You never know, man. You could have got the whole shot and maybe – you know, wadded up first lap and been done. So, yeah. And so, so this season you got four. Was this your fourth win? Correct. Yeah, it was my fourth win this year so far. And you're sitting second in points. 
And last year, you were you were fifth overall in the A Open class. What you changed the offseason, man? You're killing it this year. You've got the most wins out of anyone in the class. I mean, I just started busting my ass, I must say. Um, started putting in a lot more work and started riding up north a lot more and getting comfortable on the terrain. And It's just pieces of the puzzle started falling together. I mean, a lot more speed time on the bike and a lot more hard work off the bike, and it really paid off this year. Yeah, I was going to ask that, um, you know, just coming from Florida, you know, it's so different at all these rounds. I was, I was curious as how you adjust to that, but you said you've been riding up north a lot. Yeah, I've been trying to stay up here as much as I can to get used to the rocks. You know, we don't really have any rocks in Florida. It's definitely helped me step my game up for sure. And just riding with better guys, seeing how they get through the rough stuff, and it just really helps. And, and who are you riding with up there? I stayed with uh, Trevor Bollinger for a couple weeks and trained with him and Austin Lee. And they came to my house before the first round, so we, we had a good solid month of riding together. Then I kind of bounced around. I went to the Baylors for a few weeks, and then I just stayed with my buddy uh, Mark Foresco in Pittsburgh for two weeks. and just been bouncing around trying to stay with as many people as I can. I stayed with Thad for a week. That was really cool. Uh, it's been good. Yeah, it sounds like you're getting a lot of different variety of riders and terrain as well, just hopping around in different places. Yeah, for sure. It's nice to – I've been just trying to meet as many people as I can, make as many connections. That way I always have somewhere to go and ride with. Just being friends with all those guys is cool. I mean, I've been looking up to them for a while, and now we're buddies, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it seems like it's good to make connections because I'm sure all those guys are looking for, for somewhere to ride down south when they come down before the South Carolina and Florida rounds in the off season. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, you know, it seems like it's funny. It seems like Florida's pretty well represented up there. I mean, you got you, Jesse Ainsley, Landon's hitting a couple. Um, ben Parsons just started back up again. Dylan Rash, of course, he's hurt. But it's it's pretty funny how, you know, it's so far for for all you guys that drive up there, but seems like you're very well represented, and you guys are actually killing it up there. seems like the Florida boys are doing better than anybody else. Yeah, we've been uh, – I've been surprised. All of us have been doing really well. Ben's had his wrist injury, but he came back strong, and uh, we've just been having a blast. Landon's doing good. Jesse's killing it, of course. We've all just – it's funny how we all come from Florida, and we can all do really good up north. I think it turns a lot of heads, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely – I, you know, I don't want to say unexpected because I've watched you guys rip by, rip by me plenty of times, and I know you guys haul ass, but just because I feel like all the terrain up there is somewhat similar. So if a guy from, like, Virginia or West Virginia, they, they kind of get the whole rocks and elevation and all that, whereas you said before, we just really have sand. So I think it's it's funny how we can pretty much kill it everywhere, you know? Right, right, for sure. And I think it just comes with sea time on the bike and figuring out the rocks and it's definitely a lot different than the sand, that's for sure. So is this year two or three doing the full series for you? Uh, well, back in 2012, I did probably half the season on little bikes and had some fun. And then last year was my first full year, and now this year is my second year. So about two and a half years yeah. doing the GCPs. I'm sure that helps, you know, like going into – uh, certain rounds, like kind of like knowing what to expect, whereas your first year, I'm sure, 
because there's no practice, obviously. So you just kind of go out there and try to figure out the terrain right this way. You can like, kind of can remember from the years prior. Right. And GNC, they don't switch tracks up that much. So it's either forwards or backwards from the year before. And surprisingly, uh, New York was my worst race of the year last year. So I was pumped to put it on top step of the podium this weekend. Well, that's Very fun. surprised. It's kind of redemption for you. Yeah, I was pumped on that one. So looking here at the points, you've been—I mean, you've had top fives pretty much every round, but two. You had the 11th place at round one, and uh, the sixth, obviously, last or the last round. So what happened at those two? Or else, I mean, I'm sure you'd be killing in points. Uh, the first round, we had a mechanical about the third corner. My brake locked up, rear brake locked up. So I ran back to the pits, and you know, it's the first lap, so you're gonna lose tons of time because everybody's going at it so i just opened the valve on the rear brake and i rode it all day with no brakes in north carolina which was pretty gnarly i was must say that was i was definitely scared most of the day but uh the six came at uh jumping it was just a mutter man it was probably the gnarliest thing i've ever done and uh i was just happy to get out of there with the six for sure yeah, who knows what happened in mud, so sixth place doesn't seem too bad after all. Yeah. All right, well, let's 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 talk a little bit about FTR. This is the Florida Dirt Bike Radio Show, so let's talk some Florida stuff. Um, you had a couple wins in AA this year, and like I said earlier, we got all the heavy hitters. Uh, how'd your FTR season go? It was good. Um, it started out strong. I got a win right off the bat, and uh, just was good dicing it up with Jesse all year and everybody really we're all just close and Dylan and Ben when you show up and Landon we're all pretty close down in Florida it's fun. Uh, I missed a few rounds when I stayed up north which is a bummer for the points I think I would have been a little bit closer to Jesse or maybe even went down to the wire with for the championship but uh, there's always next year and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it I want to get that jacket and be the number one in Florida for sure yeah, I'm sure that's something you've always, you know, you've been. I've known known you forever, riding FTR. So that's kind of everyone's goal. Obviously, GNCC is a step above um, trying to get to the XC1, XC2 classes. But you know, grabbing that double A jacket's probably always been kind of like something on your on your plate. You've been trying to do. Yeah, for sure. You get the bragging rights for the year, and uh, we've all been busting our ass for it all of our lives. We all want it really bad. So. It makes it fun, especially when we're all buddies out there battling, laughing. I just have a blast at the locals. It's so fun. Hey, my dad always said, uh, fun is fast. So that's probably key. That's right. <laughs> so you saw on the Husky 350? Yeah, running the Husky 350. Uh, I rode Cowies last year up until this round. And uh, that's when I switched to Huskies. And I've been in love ever since, man. It's a great bike and feel really good on it very comfortable how is uh, the power difference from the 450 to 350 i mean down in florida it's probably the 450 might be a little bit better but i'm sure up in the hills and the tight woods and the rocks a uh, 350 might be a little more manageable yeah the 450 was a lot to handle that was why i made the switch uh, the 350 you can almost ride it like a 250 i think i'm more my riding style is more like that revving the bike up and getting it to go the 350's got all the power you need and you can still lug it like a 450 speed to, which is very important. So that bike's awesome everywhere. I 
really have no complaints about it ever since I've been on. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's actually going to be my next bike, 350. You know, just watching you rip on it has you know motivated me to get one. <laughs> I've been telling you, you need one. So just switching back to Gene C's real quick. So we have one more race at Snowshoe before the break, and then you got a couple months off for the summertime. What what, what are your plans for the off the off uh, months? I guess you would say. Um, definitely gonna take a couple weeks off. Just hit the refresh button. Get back into it. I may go up north and do some local races up there, make some cash, hopefully. Uh, really just hang out, keep, what, keep doing what I'm doing because it's, it's working, obviously. And just keep having fun, man. That's, that's really what's been helping me out this year, keeping me fresh and going into the races happy and excited and ready to go. So are we a fan of Snowshoe or not? Because I've raced that one. That thing is gnarly. Uh, I'd say I'm a fan. I mean, I had a good one going last year. I actually raced my dad's 300 two-stroke, and uh, I ended up locking it up. He's brand new, so he's pretty <laughs> pretty mad about that one. But uh, I was doing real good, and I, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Uh, I'm pretty decent in the rocks from coming from Florida, and I'm excited for it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I did it back in 2010, and... Uh... Pulled the whole shot of my little five-man group, um, and I, I we were the front row for the sportsman class, so I was all pumped up, and I was like, oh, oh. yeah. So I was I led for like an eighth of a mile, <laughs> and then we hit the first long downhill, like I don't know, a thousand feet in elevation, seemed like, yeah. and it, it was all over. I couldn't get up the next hill, and I ended up calling it quits after four miles. I rode the highway back, <laughs> back into oh, town. Oh my god. Yeah. So that was. <laughs> I was back in my my junior B days though, so I was a little less experienced. So I was I was on my 144, yeah. I think. <laughs> but yeah, it was oh, wow. it was rough. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for Jesse. He's gonna have to ring that 125 out all day on the mountain. Oh, I know. <laughs> I can't imagine some of those uphills. Like, I don't. People don't understand this. It's so they're so steep and they're so wet and rocky. Like that that 125 is gonna be pinned. Oh yeah, he's gonna have it screaming all day. So, so hopefully, like we're hoping, the season keeps going how it's going, and and you finish up in the top. Hopefully, at the top step. Uh, what what are some plans for next year? Have you thought about next year at all, or just kind of taking it race by race? Yeah, I I thought about it. Um, I think if I end up top amateur, we may go XC two, maybe. Um, but if not, I'll probably go to two fifty A, so I can get a year under my belt on two fifty F, and then. Hopefully win that class and move up to XC2. Uh, Dylan Rash is the only other Florida boy that's won the Open A title, so I definitely want to get that, and uh, that'll be cool. Yeah, probably not probably not um, too bad of an idea. I mean, I guess it depends on where you're finishing towards the end, but um, getting the year under your belt 250 probably be pretty 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 good idea. Unless I mean, unless you're absolutely killing it and. Like what? Like what are you finishing? Like if let's say if we're comparing times to you you right now in your XC2. Uh, how would you be doing? Or have you even looked at it, really? Yeah, I'd pay attention to it, of course. Um, this weekend, I would have finished 11th in XC2. So, I mean, considering that's not that's not too far off. Uh, but there's a big gap from the top five guys back to the top ten. I mean, there's huge steps to jump through, and that's a big step for sure. Um, those dudes are hauling up front. But, uh just keep digging and see where we end up at the end of the year. 
Yeah, and they, I mean, and they, they switch up the A-lines too, right, correct, in, in GNCCs? Actually, this year they, they changed that. 250A was the fourth row every race, and Open A was rotating with the rest of the A classes. And, uh, hmm. We uh, complained enough where we got that switched, and uh, now 250A and Open A rotate right behind XC3 every race, which is nice. Um, but uh, I don't think it's fair for the rest of the amateur guys. Yeah, that, overalls, but. it is kind of weird how they decided to like select a few classes out there. But so when you do start behind the 250 guys, do you find yourself getting held up or all? I mean, they're all eight eight riders, so I'm sure it's not too bad. But do you find yourself like kind of struggling to like? I'm sure because they're all racing hard too, so struggling to get by them quickly, or is it not too bad? Yeah, we started behind them this weekend actually, and uh, it's not too bad of a struggle. I mean, we catch them. I caught them pretty quick this weekend, and. I think they're they don't realize that the open A guy is already there. They think it's a two fifty eight guy, so I'm screaming, I'm not in your class, blah 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 and some of them will hold you up and some of them will let you by and I know a few guys in the two fifty eight class and they'll let me squeeze by most of the time, but you wanna get it through them as quick as you can so maybe they'll hold up the rest of the guys in the class and you can get a little gap, but uh it didn't work out that way this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's tough too in these in these gnarly courses when they're all they're all just trying to get through it too, and you know not so much worried about who's behind them. Yeah, for sure. So, so when you're doing your time down here in Florida, you're not traveling country racing. Uh, where are you usually riding at? Uh, I got a little track behind the house uh, that I kind of laps on forever since I was ever got on the bike. I mean, I've never groomed it, so it's pretty gnarly. Worked um, out. <laughs> I. I got a place called Hamilton. Most people in Central Florida know about a room that's not far from me. Uh, Coyote and that isn't far either. So I, I bounce around, mix it up. I like to ride moto, keep the speed up, and uh, see where I'm at with the moto guys. Didn't think about doing some moto races for sure. It's fun to mix it up and just keep it fun for sure. Do you feel like riding the moto helps you out in certain ways in the woods? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we got a moto track. Yeah, definitely. I, I would definitely say so, and vice versa as well. You know, the pro motor guys. I'm sure the tra- if they were riding some trails, it, it would help them with line choice and stuff when these outdoor nationals get all rough and ready. I mean, look at Aaron Plessinger and Zach Osborne. You know, before Zach got hurt, but they've right. been, they've been killing it. Yeah, Zach did a few races in SC2. I remember he was getting on the podium, which is unbelievable to me for a motor guy coming into the woods. But it's impressive. Yeah, he passed me at River Ranch just saying whoops, and I don't think I've ever seen someone go that fast through whoops. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And who? So you got some good guys down here you ride with too? I know you talked about all the guys you ride up with up north, but I'm sure you got some good guys down here. Yeah, um, Billy Sharp, he lives five minutes from the house, so we ride a lot together. Um, it's a good guy to ride with. always fun to hang out with. And uh I got some buddies in South Florida that come up, you too, sometimes when we get together. And uh, it's good to ride with your buddies, man. It's fun going to Croom, just trail riding with everybody for the day when they come up. And everybody else lives pretty far from me down south. But when they do come or if I come close to them, it's always fun to ride with everybody else. 
So I, I know this might be a soft subject, but I don't know if you want to touch on how I used to whoop your ass on the pre-modern bikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, you used whoop it off on me. You used, pull, you used to pull off because you were just so, like, discouraged. Oh, I was whooped. I couldn't do it. You hurt my feelings too bad. I just had to pull off. Yeah. You're, you and your pop. You're a young kid. I couldn't I couldn't let you do that to me. <laughs> yeah, the pre mod's fun, man. Good to get out there on Saturday and check the track out. And it's a fun class just to go cruise around. And it gets a little sketchy sometimes on the old bikes, but it's cool. Yes, for those of you that don't know, the pre-modern class is uh, 20 years old and older. So I'm on a 94 CR250. You're on a YZ250, right? Yeah, 94. Yeah, Same so here. so we're just you know <laughs> we got those bikes pinned. I think it, it definitely helps me. You know, so much as you're just knowing the first couple miles of the track or you got to be smooth on those things. So it kind of helps, helps me be a more smooth rider and not being all sketchy. Right. And, uh, for me, I'd ride a four stroke on Sunday. So mixing it back and forth between the two strokes, fun, learn how to carry your momentum. It really helps out on the four stroke for sure. So when you're not on the bike, what, what, what else are you doing? Can't be on a dirt bike all day. Uh, I'm usually doing homework, man. College is, but hurt me this year. It's getting harder and harder every semester. But uh, either doing that or I'm working out, riding my bicycle, mountain bike, or uh, just hanging out with buddies, keeping it fun, just relaxing when I can. What What year in school are you? I'm a freshman this year. I'm about to go into my sophomore year, but uh, I'm taking some summer classes just so I can get it done with quicker. You pick a major yet? We're just doing gen ed right now. Uh, I think I'm just doing regular, just going to get my AA business probably, take it from there. If I go back to school later on, then I do. If not, take it from there with it. Yeah, man, it doesn't hurt, so it's good to have if you yeah, can, if you can manage sure. it. Yep. So, uh, b without giving away all your secrets, what's, what's the training program look like? Oh, gosh. You're getting into my secrets, Kurt. I, we don't, I, you don't got to dig deep, but, you know, you got to. <laughs> no, no. I just get on the bike as much as I can, try to ride three days a week, and I definitely try to do something every day, uh, either a workout, a bicycle ride, or ride the bike. Uh, just try to make sure I'm staying active and burning calories and make sure I'm putting the right food back in my body and uh, staying ready for the weekend. You know, we raced for three hours, and it's brutal, so you got to be tip-top shape all the time. So so no pizza and beer? No, I haven't had pizza and beer since New Year's, man. What about Froggers? Ah, uh, not Froggers either. I'm missing it. Hey, I, I'll come up the weekend after the last GNCC. We'll go get some Froggers. Come up after snowshoe. That's when the break starts. Buddy. Okay, okay. You'll have your. We'll, we'll have a good weekend at Frogger's riding dirt bikes, and uh, then then we'll get back to business. I'll be I'll be your trainer, dude. I can do that. Oh yeah, and we got a we got a trip. We got vacation. Oh, coming up. that's I, I almost forgot. Yeah, me and me and Bryce are going up to Colorado with uh, the rashes and my dad. So, should be real fun. Yeah, it should be a good time. I've been out there twice now. This will be my third trip. It's a blast every year, man. We might have to load the pre-modern bike so I can show you how to ride. I was thinking about taking Mark. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to need an extra bike up there, knowing how much you, you and Dylan fall. Oh, you and your dad 
my dad. <laughs> I don't fall. I don't know about the other two, but I don't. I don't fall. I don't go fast enough to crash. <laughs> I've seen you hit the deck a few times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, all right, Bryce. Uh, thank you for your time, man. Who who who's helping you out though? Who's how are you getting to these races? Who's helping you all out? Uh, my mom and dad, of course. I mean, they they've been sacrificing a lot for me. These races are far away and definitely not cheap. Um, my grandparents, of course, uh, Seminole Power Sports. I mean, just everybody that's helping me out. Um, everybody that cheers me on on the weekends, man. I can't thank them enough. That keeps me going for sure. And I want to thank you for having me on the show. Second guy on. Thought I'd be the first, but second. Second's not bad, but yeah. uh. You know that I had to get the FTR B two hundred champ on. You know that's a. I know Zion was that was a good interview. I listened to it. It was a little more important than top amateur at GNTC. Oh yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> all right, well, well, all right, Bryce. Thank you so much for your time. You have a great day, and uh, tell pops to drive safe on that way home. You only got a few more hours left. I will, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh